Awesome. All right. Welcome back to the Two Post Podcast, Season 2, Episode 7, Take Number 2. Um, pump up the jam. Pump it up while your feet are stomping and the jam is pumping. I'm your host, Sam Milik. Why is the game a tag? And I'm it. I'm your co-host, Cal Smith. And we back, baby. We back. Uh, first recording did not go according to plan. Um, it did about the first 10 minutes yesterday and then cut. Um, That's two weeks in a row we've been two, yeah. screwed over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the reason we combined seven and eight, th- we're combining seven and eight this week, right? No, it was last week. Uh, last week uh, is because we recorded in the audio booths, and then the the soundboard must have done something. I played back. I checked everything before I started recording. I got good playback, and then when I went to throw it into my editing software, there was nothing. Um. So, and then obviously yesterday, it only recorded the first ten minutes. So we're going to give this another shot. If it fails, uh, I told Cal, we'll just pick up and um, you'll never know um, because of the magic of editing. Um, but that being said, uh, uh, make sure to check us out on our social media pages at Two Pokes Podcast on Instagram. We post memes. We don't really post a whole lot on there. We kind of need to start doing that. Um, yeah, that's true. Is busy. And then you can find us on Twitter at Two Pokes. Um, you can find us um, separately on Instagram at Sam Milik and at underscore Kyle Powell underscore 19. And then you can find me on Twitter um, at Sam Milik as well. Um, all of my socials are pretty much the same. Um, so, yeah, go ahead and give us a follow there if you're not already to get updated on when we drop uh, new episodes. Quality memes on the podcast Instagram page um, that are relevant to the episodes. So. Um, yeah, Cal, I'm not going to ask you how your weekend was because I already did that yesterday. Oh, I'm going okay. to ask you how, I mean, obviously you said your weekend um, was pretty uneventful. You just kind of hung out and went home. Um, but I'm going to ask you how your week has started off. Very, very meh, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. Um, I, got, I got two tests next week. Got mm-hmm. a paper next week. Uh-huh. So it's going to suck. Yep. So yep. Uh, I don't know. My, it hasn't started off very eventfully. It's been very uneventful today as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's fun. How how has your your week started? Since I'm not I'm not gonna ask about your weekend either. Okay. Well, our weekends were pretty much the same. We did nothing. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, people know. You know, we can act like interesting people. Yeah. Um. My week is it's okay. Um we I had my first news reporting story due um last night, which was Monday night. And That's very turned, cool. I turned that in and it got published in the Ocali's uh lifestyle section. Um for this morning's, about. morning's e issue. Um so shout out to Cheyenne Mitchell for publishing me in the lifestyle section. Thank um, you. Um, I, we started off the connection crew class. So for those of you who don't know, um, I don't really plug it much cause it's my job. Um, I am one of the orientation team leaders for the 2021 OSU connection crew. Um, so basically I'll be in charge of the orientation leaders this summer. Um, and our, how we train them is just through like a, a class we do at night, um, on Tuesdays, um, March through 
it's just like frat hazing. Yeah, it, yeah Cal, no, I'm Cal, kidding. Okay. Cal, Cal and I went through it uh, <laughs> last year. I wish he was going to watch an investigation now. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh well, you live and you learn. It's not like frat hazing. Uh, it's just training us on like how to be professional. Um, we, kicked, we kicked that off tonight. It was very stressful. Um, getting all of that, all the knit, uh, like bits and pieces together last minute. Um, but it went pretty well. And then we tried to do the podcast. It failed. So that was kind of crappy. Um, but yeah, um, I am going to transition into something that kind of centers around my week. Uh, yesterday's workout was insane. Um, and by, and by insane, I mean insane. Um, creatine or the vaccine i don't really know but i'm seeing tons of strength gains in the gym right now i'm kind of blowing up too it's kind of weird um am i becoming a super soldier we'll find out um the vaccine just made mutants i think is what i'm hearing (laughs) well see that's what i'm thinking too because i can't say that it's creatine and i can't say it's the vaccine uh because I, I, i got the vaccine and i started taking creatine around the same time so not very Yay. much of a controlled experiment here, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, so that's that. Uh, reminds me, Cal, we need to figure out a time to hit the Colvin together. <laughs> that also true. After my squat yesterday, though, um, yeah, that needs to happen because I'm running out of weight plates to use at my mother's. All right. Garage. Well, hold on now, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm basically starting off at square zero. Yeah, and we'll get you there. We'll use, yeah. we'll use, we'll use separate racks. All right, I guess. <laughs> nah, we'll, we'll figure something out. It's not that big of a deal. I just I just want to get skinny. Yeah, we'll get you there. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to bulk out. Nah. Stay away from the creatine. Hell, well, I like bangs, you know. Ketamine just... <laughs> the, the, the creatine in, in bang is not real. <laughs> no, I said ketamine. Big oh difference. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, big di- big difference. Have you seen that TikTok where it's like, uh, pharmaceuticals? I just made this tranquilizer for horses. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I will use this tranquilizer to use on horses. <laughs> and then some random guy. I'm gonna use this on myself anyway. We the two books podcast do not condone drug use in any way, shape, or form. You beat me by two seconds. <laughs> I was right about to say that. <laughs> We don't condone the use of ketamine on the Two Bucks podcast. No, the use of ketamine is only for horses, is what we'll condone. Um, Quote unquote. (laughs) Let's do some like, yeah, no, I'm not even going to say that. Never mind. Um, I mean, oh, never mind. No, no, no. Can you not say it? Well, I was just thinking, I was like, and Wes, they make ketamine for humans, but then I was like, what need would they need for ketamine for humans? You know what I mean? Isn't that heroin? Well, isn't no what 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 is ketamine? I thought ketamine. It's a horse tranquilizer. Yeah, it puts them to sleep. Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, yeah, we don't heroin, need that for humans. Heroin puts people heroin does a bunch of other things. No, I would. Okay. <laughs> that I would not. Was that insensitive of me to say? No, I just I, I don't think so. I just want to call okay. heroin the same as a tranquilizer. Okay, so like morphine. Yeah. Anesthesia. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know. Uh, okay, yeah, I get, yeah, anesthesia or morphine. Uh, maybe not morphine, but anesthesia, yeah. Yeah, okay. Morphine's more of a painkiller. 
Do they even use morphine anymore? Is that um, why nobody uses anymore? Not as common because you can get hooked on it real easily. And doesn't it take like super high doses to even work? Uh, yeah. And if you take uh, a lot of like assisted, it sounds really dark. A lot of assisted suicides involve a morphine overdose. I watched a house episode like that. Yeah, that's like the most common way to do assisted suicide. Is to do an overdose of morphine because it's painless. What a turn this took. Yeah. Anyway, back out of the hole we go. Papa John is still racist, guys. Um, I don't think we had any doubts about that. Cal, I don't know about you. Uh, um, Papa John himself, yes. The yes. Company, no. But... Yes. He told Papa John himself. And like Papa John Shatner or whatever. I got no idea. Last name I or something? He, I just know he sweat garlic butter. Yeah. On that one interview and said he ate 40 peaches in a week. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> the, the guy that took over for Papa John. He said that uh, the guy who took over for Papa John doesn't know how to make pizza or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, continue what you were saying. Um, he told OAN, um, if you recall, OAN is that very not credible, um, doesn't fact check very well, very racist, notoriously white supremacy-esque um, news outlet. Uh, it's like Fox News, but worse. Um, and, and and just to make it clear, I, I'm not... I'm, yeah, anyway. Um, not Fox News or CNN, depending yeah, on your preference. Yeah, it depends on your preference. Yeah, I, I don't really have one, personally. And I'm a See, the crazy major. thing about that, though, is that both companies are owned by the same people. Exactly, dude! So they are literally betting against one another. Yeah, it's crazy, and that's why I don't pick a side. Um, why, honestly, that... you, go, you go deep enough, yeah, they're all owned by the same people. Like, literally almost every news network is owned by the same yeah. people. Yeah, you just follow the chain back, yeah. You learn that in your uh, in your Media and Diverse Society class, too. It's crazy. Um, crazy. Um... He told OAN that he has been trying for the last 20, count them, 20 months to rid the N-word from his vocabulary. Now, I feel like once you learn a word, you can't unlearn it. Hey, Unless it's not your native language. I don't, I, yeah, I think when you say the word, un, I think when you go, un, when you say unword, unlearn, yeah. But like. But is it really that hard to not say that word? Because I don't mean. Like, I've lived my whole life and not thought, well, man, it is so hard not to say this particular racial slur. Well, I mean, you can use that for any word. Like, it's so easy to not, like, say a word. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if you're going to be on, like, a conference call or live television. Or if you're a public figure. Or any human. Any human, really. It's going to be super... Well, I just mean, like, whenever you're, like... In a public eye, like you're definitely more cautious of what you're saying. You know what I mean? Oh, like, oh yeah. But like when we do the podcast, I'm definitely more alert of what I'm saying than if I was just talking to you on the street. Oh yeah, no. If we say something that we shouldn't say, we usually cut it. If yeah, we don't. Catch even it. then, like we're very. I mean, oh yeah. We're probably, we're probably more PC than we need to be. The conversations but, that Cal and I have outside of the show are worlds different than the show we have the 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 conversations we have during the show. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what, that's what I mean. Like, it's so easy to like not say something. <laughs> yeah. So that dude, I think the Papa John's pizza went to his head. That, yeah. That, that crust just got to him. And uh, it still doesn't make his pizza taste any better. The Papadilla, if you will. The Papadilla. 
<laughs> or do they still make those anymore? The Papadilla? Oh, was it Dia? Cal is oh. Spanish, bro. Well, I was saying, oh, yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I've gone to the point oh, where I've called quesadillas quesadillas, unironically. Hurricane Tortilla! <laughs> Papa, Dil- Papa Dino's? What? Papa Dino. Papadillas. Yeah. That's a pizza place. Oh, wait, never mind. That's Papa John's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess they're still making them. Yeah. And, um, God, they look gross. Oh, God. It makes my stomach hurt just thinking about it. I know. I just ate too. <laughs> Transitioning. Um, Megan, uh, Megan Markle and Harry, Prince Harry did a special with Oprah. Um, I know Cal and I are not the biggest fans of Oprah. Um, Cal, did you did you tune into this special at all? No. Me either. <laughs> I didn't even know I, what was happening. I watched my mom watch it and, and tear up a little bit, and I was like, okay, I need to leave. Um, yeah, but, I'll uh, be straight with you. I'm not even a big fan of anybody in that family. They're all a little sus. As we discussed last recording, um, we I, I firmly believe that the, the U.S. could take over Great Britain at this point. Oh, yeah. I've seen uh, – I saw a TikTok explaining how we could do it in one day. Uh-huh. And that uh <laughs> our one's already on board, you know, as you know. So they're but and then like it was threatening Canada. They're like, you gotta be you better decide quick whose side you're on. Have you seen those theories of like like what's gonna happen when Queen Elizabeth dies where it's like London uh bridge has fallen or whatever? What are they gonna do? Just destroy it? like are the bridge gonna destroy it? No, it's just the name of the of the like the code for the British secret intelligence to say like London Bridge has fallen or something. Oh, like White House bridge. down. Yeah, yeah. Operation. I think it's like called Operation London Bridge or something. But well, um, I mean, I think you know, I saw someone. I saw someone theorize that the best time to invade Great Britain is on that day. That's what. The, that's <laughs> what I was talking about. I just didn't want to say that because I, I don't yeah, want to get watched by the NSA or anything. Oh, the ATF is already tuned in, bro. <laughs> but yeah, it was like when during her funeral, it'd be yeah. so easy to invade Great Britain because they're all gonna be there. Yeah, I, I, just a disclaimer: we at the Two Post Podcast are peaceful men. Uh, yeah. We don't wish harm on anyone. Which honestly, um, that just makes me feel safer in the U.S. Because <laughs> if you're gonna take over the government, you have to go through so many people. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you yeah. have you have the president, you have his cabinet, you have mm-hmm. everybody in the House and or everybody in Congress. You have the Supreme Court, and that's not even talking about the state governments. Right. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> and then Britain, it's like the House of the Common Folk, and then the Crown. The House of the Common. Folk. You know, that's not, it's, well, okay, it's, it's I think common, it's called the House of the Commons, right? No, it's the Commonwealth, bro. No, what? Isn't there a House of the Commons? Yeah, there's a House of the Commons. Hang on. Yeah, it's where. Yeah, that's yeah. where. Uh, it's part of the Parliament. There's the House of the Lords and House of the Commons, and. It's yeah, the, it's kind of like our Congress, UK Parliament, the House of the House of Commons is a democratically elected House of UK Parliament responsible watched, for making laws and checking the work of government. I got what bored one day and watched a video about it and how like the Queen isn't allowed in there because it started off with whatever king it was way back when that came into the House of the Commons, mm-hmm. and there's that rebellion. I forgot the name of it. Yep. I think it's what led to the Magna Carta, if I believe. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It, 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 uh, um, there, there are 650 seats, and the government chief whip 
Is Mark Spencer a conservative? Um, Chairman of Ways and Means is Eleanor Lang conservative? I hate their names. They're Eleanor? Like, no, not, 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 not the people's names, their titles, like the Duchess of Chief, Sussex and stuff. Chief, Chief Whip. Their names just sound... The names of their countries just sound fake. <laughs> there's like, Also, there's a thing. Whenever the queen wants her to talk to the people in there, she has to send a messenger... Because mm-hmm. why she can't go in there because of King John that kicked off the whole revolution, yep. and it's customary for the House of the Commons to shut the door in his face, <laughs> basically say "screw you, you can't come in here." It's kind of lit, though. It's it's really interesting. It was it was kind of interesting. Yeah, but yeah, I think it'd be real easy to throw the British government though. Back to our main topic. Yeah, um, which I think we will um just get rid of it. Uh, Meghan and Harry did that special. Um, basically all I learned from that special is that Prince Harry is the alpha in that family. <laughs> okay, uh, but, well, I don't know about his immediate family with Megan. No, I mean, I mean with his brother. Oh, well, yeah, 100%. When it comes to the royals family, yeah. yeah. Megan, though? No. <laughs> no, not with Megan. Megan, is a, Megan has said Megan, to people. Megan, is a, Megan did this, orchestra, I feel like she orchestrated this special all by herself to give a big middle finger to the royal family. And you know I what? I did. And I salute I, her for that. because I think she did that, and then she also caused a rift in the royal family. Oh, yeah. She, the definition of a homewrecker. <laughs> but but not like but not like that you know yeah i saw i don't know if i sent you the tiktok but it was like prince harry going through the the army training oh the obstacle course thing and then there's william going yeah. through the same one and they're like having to hold him yeah yeah, yeah. uh my god yeah <laughs> all right uh no cap on the before we get bombed by great britain let's um let him let him try <laughs> transition into entertainment we actually have a new guy that does our um transitions for us his name is gary um so gary take it away my dude <laughs> entertainment okay thanks gary i appreciate you my guy um entertainment the literally i think the only two things we have on here are comic book related couple things uh, couple uh, things we have a couple yeah, things yeah i have new um, i have a ground breaking stuff at the end here ah uh, yes is it the same stuff from last time no oh shoot it was oh snap sent to me like five minutes ago oh goodness you're okay. going to you're gonna have to remind me what the groundbreaking stuff was from last time, because I don't remember. Uh, okay, we'll get there. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't mean now. I meant, yeah, I meant then. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Wand- WandaVision series finale. Um, finished. Finished. Uh, we talked this over yesterday. I feel like we could probably move a little faster, because we talked about it. We all know each other's, we both know each other's opinions now. Um... After talking to, I didn't like it at first, but after talking to Cal yesterday, um, I have a newfound respect for this season, uh, series finale. I I enjoyed it. Um, as Sam knows, I put wild just wild on my notes. Mm -hmm. Um, also, what Sam knows, (laughs) I'm not going to do that for every point. Um, I thought it was a really good episode, but uh, like I told Sam, it leaves us with a lot of questions that have yet to be answered. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I'll just give you all a rundown. What I got set up in is thoughts while watching. Basically, uh, we're going to talk about that in credit scenes. Both of them, if you don't see both of them, you need to go back and watch them. Um, some questions that still need to be answered. And then a rumor floating around about the characters in this season series. So let's dive on in. All right. Um, uh, that, that fight, though. Those, those fights, though. There were so many just great scenes in this and so many heartbreaking ones. But by far, favorite scene was that fight between Vision and Vision. Yes. Uh, it, they were, it, it made me tear up a little bit, not going to lie. They will fall on fighting in cursive with the ship of Thesis. Um, Are you familiar with the trip of Thesis? But yeah, we see the original body of Vision got his memories unlocked. Um, and became, he basically became Vision again. Yeah, he's basically back. Um, yeah. Still kind of lacking the human emotion part of him. Yeah. Um, and the color, the paint job. I theorized that when he flew away at the end, he went to a really sketchy part of the United States. Um, I gave uh, downtown Tulsa as my as my example, but I don't really know. I guess I was just, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, but um, Tulsa went, is pretty sketchy. Yeah, he went to some random like auto shop to get a paint job and was like, I need this color. <laughs> and yeah, just got that yeah, I think I said it earlier with the lack of color is kind of representing his lack of individuality. Want to dig deep? Um, so I think you you're kind of right. I don't think he went to a sketchy Jiffy Lube, but I do think he went on an outback track to find out who he really is. Right. Um, some people think he went to Wakanda because that was the last place where his memories were. Um, some people you want to take it on a dark road. Uh, they think he killed himself. Because his main mission oh, was... Oh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> this is even new. Um, some people think he killed himself uh, because that was his main programming, was to destroy Vision. And then he had a midwife crisis and found out he was Vision. Um, but like Sam just said, I feel like they would have shown that because that would be really important. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, don't, I also don't think Marvel would have done suicide for... Ah, well, he's, well, he's a robot. So... so. Well, this doesn't. We don't have any emotional connection to White Vision. You know what I mean? Vision. You know what I mean? Well, we do now that he has memories unlocked. Well, even then, I don't think people would cry about it. You know what I mean? I feel. I, I feel. Like, well, I, I would have. I cried the first two times. That was different, though. That wasn't <laughs> an emotion. This one is still basically an android. <laughs> A synthesoid. Get it right, bro. Carbon-based synthesoid. Whatever. Don't don't be discriminatory. Anyway, move on. <laughs> They don't even <laughs> exist. <laughs> that we know uh, of. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, the other fight scene, Agatha and Wanda's, uh, thought it was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Buick packs a punch. Wanda's classic move, distract you, didn't throw a car at you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we talked about this. Uh, take one. Wanda nods to Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Agatha's boots. We also saw Agnes slash Agatha with the bike early on. Uh, at one point, a the movie theater said The Wizard of Oz. Also, The Oz and Great and Powerful was directed by Sam... Help me out with his last name. Sam, sure. uh, Ray, Sam Ray. Raimi. And he is directing Multiverse of Madness. So yep. He was, also the, he was also the director of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy. So That's important to know for the multiverse. 
uh, yep. if you want to start theorizing. Yep. Um, also, we got the first introduction of White Vision and Wanda was mm-hmm. insane and absolutely horrifying. I knew that's exactly where it was going. Like he was either gonna like slam her face into the concrete or like crush her skull. And well, he... when he started to perform, like do a little, you know, Mockingjay Part Two and just, you know, yeah. pop her eyes out. Um, also, kudos for Jennifer Lawrence for surviving that scene because her eyes legit <laughs> popped out of her head a little bit. Uh, so, but also shout out to Paul Bettany because he did such an amazing job playing two characters of the same character yeah and also being super like malicious as one and then being you know vision i love how he trolled everyone everyone was like oh this guest actor us included <laughs> and it was him <laughs> dug his grave yeah i've seen uh, uh the can the white's camera action podcast they uh they said he's never invited back unless he wants to talk on the show um <laughs> <laughs> But he, uh, I think it was the day of the final episode, or the day before, he admitted that that's that is what he meant. And he was like, um, I think the quote was like, he said, They're gonna he be so kept, mad, yeah, yeah. He, he said he kept on seeing theories about Benedict Cumberbatch joining or uh, Professor X. He goes, Oh, those would have been good ideas, yeah. Uh, then also, Mr. Ralph, find out who he really is. Turns out Jimmy Woo's missing guy is named Ralph Boner. Uh, yeah, a lot of theories uh, suggesting that Jimmy's missing person was Mr. Ralph. Um, you can say Mr. Boner, it's okay. I don't want to. Um, well, I am. <laughs> that's why. Um, but me personally, I'm glad that he wasn't X-Men Quicksilver and just a random guy. Me too. A lot of people were super mad at Marvel for pulling that, but honestly, I don't know what you expect from Marvel. I just think there was a little East. Now looking back, it's just a little Easter egg on their on their. Behalf. Well, it's like they're definitely going to reboot the X Men, so it's kind of like their last hoorah with them. Yeah. Um, I saw. Uh, I think it was either the director of Iron Man three or the guy who played the Mandarin in Iron Man three, who it was kind of a very similar deal. Or in the comics, the Mandarin is some super evil, powerful. Yeah, he's like, he's like Iron Man's biggest villain. Yeah, then he's an actor in Iron Man three. That's why and, I hate Iron Man three so much. Yeah, and then I think I think the director is like, it's just it's too easy or it's too much fun not to mess with people's expectations. So it was definitely all on purpose. Um, however, Sam, do you remember the little clip get released called "The Hand of the King"? And it basically it kind of made it seem like Mandarin was the legit Mandarin. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. We kind of got closure on him that maybe he wasn't just an actor. Um, uh-huh. However, I don't think we're going to see uh, Mr. Ralph become Peter or whatever. Um, now, it did take me a little longer to figure out that that Ralph was the missing person, but I should, have known, it. I should have known that Ralph was the missing person all along um, because well, I mean, we never saw him. But mm. Agatha, but Agatha always talked about him. So, we, of course, our first inclination was oh, Mephisto. Uh, but it became those one of those uh moments when you saw, um, Ralph. Yeah, yeah, that like, makes sense. Yeah. Um, the people are getting this theory from, uh, the fact of his headshot, and the papers that he had. They're like that looks like somebody tried to memorize who they are. Um, yeah, he was an actor. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, anyway, um, we also got to see the people turn on Wanda. Uh, absolutely horrifying. horrifying. Yeah. Her uh, PR team is sweating right now. <laughs> um, she. Oh, that's uh, another bit of news that came out like today. Uh, there's a rumor, which also, I don't, I don't even know what to think of rumors anymore after what mm-hmm. just happened with WandaVision. Uh-huh. Um, they're saying that part of the plot of the She-Hulk TV series is that it's going to be people from Westview sh- suing Wanda. Um, oh, yeah, because isn't She-Hulk an attorney? Yeah. Which yeah. also, her TV show is supposed to be like a courtroom drama, so it's comedy, which I'm kind of excited for because I think it's going to be really funny. Dude, um, I would pay to see that. The the people <laughs> versus Wanda Maximoff. That's probably what's going to happen. However, it won't be as nearly as good as the people versus Frank Castle. I'm sorry, that was just such a great storyline. Yeah, and, that really was. Yeah. Um, I also, think I rewatch those again, even though I literally just did months ago. I remember you texting me. Yeah. Um. Here's the deal, though. How they're not going to be able to catch Wanda. So you can censor and do all that, but it won't matter. Yeah. No, it won't. Um, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see if that's even true. Um, mm-hmm. I also got another little Easter egg when the family mimic the incredible superhero family pose. Um, that was awesome. That was really cool. That was a really cool scene just all together. Mm-hmm. Um, hope we see them all together again. I have a feeling we will. Oh, I about deleted my whole script. Um, <laughs> um, I. Excuse me. I have a feeling we'll see them all together again. Super hope we do, because I just they're just the ideal family. Yeah, no, I I, I don't know why Marvel can't just weave a family together. Cause you know, you had Tony and Morgan and Tony dies. And it's just Yeah. It's <sighs> Marvel can't, can't let anyone be happy. They, they can't <laughs> let you be happy for too long. Yeah, they gotta just Throw that curveball at you. Just wham. Yeah. Uh, they're firm believers that uh, you can't be a superhero unless you have a broken home. Um, <laughs> um, oh, my God. That's really true, though. It is. There's not a single one that had it easy. I think Except- I don't even I was I was going to say Superman because he had Martha and John raise him. But then also his whole planet got blown up. But he didn't know that. Till he was yeah. Older. So even then, even even though he did have a happy family, it wasn't like his real Green, family. I feel like Green Lantern had it pretty good. Uh, no, his dad was abusive. Oh, I thought. Oh, well, one, of the Green Lan- one of the Green Lanterns had a really good life. Yeah, it's a good turn. There's like, like six of them. I was thinking yeah. of Hal. I was thinking of Kyle Rayner. Oh, yeah, Kyle Rayner. Yeah. yeah, I think he was fine. I think the two new ones. Uh... Guy Gardner and... Uh, the uh, the really new ones. It's the lady and the guy. Oh, oh, the re- I haven't. I didn't know there were really new ones. Shoot. All right, I gotta keep up. Yeah, there, there, there's a whole bunch now. Um, I think they're okay. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, point of the story: if you have childhood trauma, you could become a superhero. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I I advise seeking medical attention first, though, uh, before you. Put on a bat suit and beat up criminals. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, Bruce Wayne did not handle that childhood trauma well at all. I think we can no. all agree. <laughs> Bruce Wayne is a national security threat. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, let's see um, here. Oh, can we talk um, about the? Can we talk about the costume? 
Yeah. Um, I liked, and I talked about this yesterday, I liked that Scarlet Witch costume was comic accurate, but at the same time wasn't like your stereotypical um, sexualized female hero costume. Um, kind of shows which, that Mar- Marvel's like adapting to the times, which I really appreciate. Well, and I, I think Marvel's done that, I think, with every female character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they've done it I, at first. Um, I think with this newer, with these newer waves, yeah, like especially, I feel like they kind of were getting the memo around, I want to say like Age of Ultron era. Well, and I think, I don't even, I, even, Winter, I, even Winter Soldier, honestly. Well, I was. Are you are are you alluding at uh, Natasha? Yeah, that her her um chest area became less prominent after well, Iron Man two. I don't think it was never unzipped, was it? It was always zipped up, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was like out and just overly, that, overly. I don't know. To be fair, though, that's always been. I mean, yeah, that's but, always been her suit. Yeah, but then you get to Captain Marvel. You don't see that with Captain Marvel ever. Well, they definitely they give her pants. Which in the I like that. Not... I think I think Captain Marvel's outfit's pretty freaking cool. If you ask me, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I mean it's definitely, but like you were saying, like in the comics, she doesn't have pants. You know, no. it's a right. classic leotard. Right. Um, but that's what I mean. Like with all of them, um, I know in the comics, Wasp wore like a skirt. Mm-hmm. Or like a dress kind of deal. Yeah. And, I mean, they're all basically wearing the same suits, pretty much. Yeah. So I just I don't know. I just like I like the comic accuracy to it. Um the well, it looks also, really cool too. Yeah, it, it just it fits Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. And like uh, you mentioned in the first take, um it's very reminiscent of Magneto. Yeah, his uh uh uh, uh Michael Fassbender's um Magneto costume from Days of Future Past, I believe. Yeah, I think that's when he. Yeah, it was either Days of Future Past or Apocalypse. I can't remember which one. I think it's both. Could be. Um, which is a cool little nod because in the comics, uh, well, I guess in kind of the newer, it wasn't the original, but it was the one after that. Um, Magneto is the father of Pietro, uh, Scarlet Witch, and then uh, they have a sister, but she's not relevant right now. Right. Um, Correct. So cool, cool little. Nod. Mm-hmm. Um talk about the ending of Wanda and Agatha's fight real fast. Um pretty, pretty anticlimactic if you ask me. It was, yeah. Um I thought it was a little bit cliche. Um I did see kind of like uh I don't know if you want to call it a theory or what. Um, but they were talking about how Wanda let uh, Agatha get the upper hand or think she did, and they're like Wanda probably picked that up from Tony with Thanos. I thought that kind of makes it better. Yeah, it's, um, I feel like that's, I feel like I feel like it's more of a that theory is more of like a screen crush theory where they go like really in depth and just like notice the similarity. Yeah, I don't think it was intentional, but it was a you good. You never nod. know. It was a good nod. Yeah, yeah. I was. I think it's a good way to look at it because to me yeah. I, that that makes it make more sense. Yeah, I originally thought they were going to do like the really big cliche where Wanda gives Agatha all of her power and then Agatha can't handle it and she like explodes. Oh, I would have loved to see that, honestly. Because <laughs> you know what I mean? That happens like in almost every... See, I thought when Wanda was getting her powers back into her that it was going to do what Agatha did to all those witches back in Salem. Ooh, that would have been cool. Yeah. Little know you, Uno reverse card. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's what else? What else I got? Oh, the little, the family's goodbye. Heartbreaking. Oh, absolutely. Vision, man. Vision and Wanda. Almost every scene they're together. Tears. Best couple. <laughs> yeah, hands down. Uh, they're. Yeah, I think they're one or two. I I would put Scott and Jan. Jan is it Jan or Jan? It's Jan, ain't it? Jan. Oh wait, no, it's Hope. Shoot. Uh, wait. Which one's the mom? I thought Hope was his daughter, dude. That's no. Uh, his daughter is a. Uh... Oh my God! Hold on. Come on, internet. Colleen' daughter. That's not his daughter. Uh, Jan- Janet Van. Janet Van Dyne. Yeah, isn't that the one that Scott's with? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, they're like the second best couple. Significant others, Hank Pym. Oh, maybe it's, wait a oh, minute. Hold on, I'm pulling up Ant-Man and Wasp's cast. Yeah, that's... I'm so confused. Uh, Hope, it's Hope. Hope, Hope Pym, that's who it is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they just have Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer as Wasp. Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer is... Oh, you didn't know what? that? She looks so old. <laughs> She's sixty-two. Okay, well, Batman and Rob or Bat, uh, Batman Returns wasn't that long ago. Wait she a minute, was who was she? She was Catwoman, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot. She's been have, a lot of stuff. Douglas, the homie. What did he say? You have Michael Douglas. Ah uh, yes, Michael Douglas, a legendary actor. Anyway, sorry, I was yawning. Um, uh, Kaminsky okay. Method, uh, Fatal Attraction from the eighties, Murder on the Orient Express, really good movie. Oh yeah, for basic, basic Instinct, a odd nineties film. Um, but um, yeah, that's that's um, they're they're ending the ending of WandaVision. With uh, the family breakup, family um, uh, disbandment was heartbreaking. I would like to make people cry and say that uh, some people are saying that Billy could read minds and uh, think he could read uh, his parents' minds uh, to know what was happening. Um, that's, that makes it way more sadder than it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, but makes sense. Um, makes anyway. Sense. Makes sense, but curse you, MCU fans. Anyway, do we want to transition into the uh, post-credit scenes? Yes, let's do it. All right, number one was the mid-credit scene. Uh, f- 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 um, Monica. Monica, I was going to call her... Um, Phantom. F- Photon. Photon, whatever. Um, God, I'm bad on names tonight. That's all right, my guy. Uh, we'll just call her Monica. Um, I'd also like to say uh, real quick that I feel like after episode seven, Monica's character dropped off the face of the earth and it really pissed me off. Um, I was not, I, I feel like they, they, they underdeveloped her. Um, although the end credit with the um, uh, uh, FBI agent turning in or Homeland security at FBI, I think it was FBI um, becoming, becoming uh, a scroll and hinting to uh, visiting Nick Fury up in space. 
100% what that meant. Um, obviously sets her up for Captain Marvel 2, but I feel like fans are going to be a little confused about Monica in Captain Marvel 2. It might take a little bit to get her going I on think, the fan base side. I think they said her story is definitely going to be developed more in Captain Marvel 2. Oh, yeah. Which, I agree. Um, uh, some people think that the scroll that Peter heard was also the baby scroll from Captain Marvel that they hung out together <laughs> when they were kids. Um, yeah. It hasn't been confirmed or anything, but cool little nod. Um, but yeah, uh, what Sam said, definitely going to be in Captain Marvel 2. Hopefully your story gets developed more. Um, did you hear about all the stuff that got cut? Because I think you'll find one part of it interesting. No, I didn't. Humor me. Um, so the director uh, came out either today or yesterday. Uh, basically saying that yeah. and there's okay so oh my goodness okay um so post-production me is, is um we got cut off so just start like right here okay so you were saying about cthulhu sorry it, it cut out very good um so uh they think that the dark hold could release cthulhu uh, since he's kind of the, or his name is like Kython or something, but it's basically Cthulhu, mm-hmm. um, founder of Chaos Magic, which is what Wanda uses. Um, definitely think Strange is gonna flip out when he finds out Wanda's been reading <laughs> the Darkhold. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're in Multiverse of Madness, we are gonna see the evil side of Wanda. Uh-huh. Um, or you know, I don't know. She's probably going to have to overcome the Darkhold, and I think we're truly going to see what her character lies. Um, also, uh, we're back to the retiring in the mountains. Some people are thinking that is actually Zakovia. Um, they yeah. think whenever the country hit the ground, that crater filled with water made a giant lake. Um, they think that's the lake, because also, if you look in the Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer, the Zakovia monument is by a lake. So they think, you know, Wanda's just on the other side of the lake kind of deal. Um, it makes yeah. sense. You it know, does. Going, it back, does. going back home to... Uh, get, some, get some fresh air, clear your mind. Yeah. Get away. Um, I just got headed back by somebody I don't know. Oh, nice. That is. Um, that's cool. Anyway. So if you're... So if you're shout out to you, whoever added Cal back on Snapchat during the recording of this podcast. Don't know who that is. Uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, also the music that played uh, when you see Wanda Astral projecting is the Doctor Strange stream. Just slow down with a bit more horror music vibes. Yep. Um, I think that's definitely an allusion to what is about to come with uh, Multiverse Madness and all that jazz. Um, yes. Then, uh, anyway. Got a great change. Um, also, we hear Billy and Tommy's voice, which raises a lot more questions. Um, here's a scary thought for you. Uh, some people think that their bodies were destroyed, but not their souls. So there's out there wandering. And that's where Multiverse of Madness is going to kick off. Uh, Wanda going to Strange for help to get her boys back. Um, they're kind of projecting that uh, Billy and Tommy are going to come back. But we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's up? A, that's all I got. I have uh, two more parts. Let's do it. Um, questions I need answering. 
Oh, we got. What happened to Vision? It's a big one. Like I said, paint job. Um, I definitely think you're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> we we don't know what's next for him. We don't know where he went. However, uh, Paul Bettany has kind of hinted that this isn't the last time we've seen Vision. Um, we'll kind of get into what Figgy said about that later on. Um, definitely don't think this is the last time we've seen him. I think he'll come back eventually. Hope he does because yeah. Paul Bettany's becoming like my favorite uh, Marvel person. Fair oh, yeah. character, if you will. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, then what happened to Agatha? Um, I think she's just been converted into a resident of Westview, New Jersey until it deems fit to be um, called on, upon. Yeah, called upon. I Your theory of if the hex was broken, shouldn't she be free of the hex? I do agree with that too, though. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Wanda cursed Agatha to stay in the hex, uh, kind of like what Sam just said. But then Wanda destroyed the hex. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's way too big of a plot hole for Marvel to intentionally do. Yeah, um, I definitely think, like you said, that she's she's a resident there for sure. It's just a matter of how. Like maybe Wanda made it to where her house is the new one. Mm-hmm. Or something, or maybe like the hex has shrunk to her house or something. Um, or what like you said in the first take that maybe Wanda like put it on Agatha. Um, right, right. Also, the possibility that maybe it's just in the air and it just hit the hex kind of deal. Maybe it doesn't mm-hmm. need to stay on something per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I definitely think you are right though. She's going to be there until Wanda needs her, which I think will be happening in the multiverse. I think Agatha may go into like a mentor yet evil kind of role, which I think I feel like we've seen that before. I'm blanking on where. Me too, honestly. You know what yeah. I mean? Where it's like a bad guy, but he also helps. Bad guy, but he also helps. You know um... what I mean? Where he's also like a mentor. Oh, where have we seen that before? I feel like, oh my god. I guess Loki in some ways. I can see that, yeah. Loki, um, Red Skull. Yeah. But not until, like, Endgame. Oh, okay. Well, I think in Endgame he didn't have any more evil motives. Yeah. Whereas, like, what you're saying about Loki and, like, Thor 2, definitely, yeah. Or Thor riding around, even. Um, what do you mean you haven't heard anything for five minutes, Craig? Uh, that's weird. Anyway. All right, we're just going to ignore it. <laughs> um, yeah. Definitely not the last time we've seen Agatha, though. I have a feeling I think we're going to see a super villain team up in the future. Me too. Which brings me to my next point. See you again. Uh, Fee confirmed that this is not the last time we'll see a lot of these characters. Uh, brings this whole new world of new speculations. Wanda is confirmed to be in Multiverse of Madness. However, it's now rumored that her kids will also reappear uh, since we heard their voices. Monica is confirmed for Captain Marvel 2. Darcy is rumored for Thor 4. 
And finally, the big one, Vision is rumored to reappear in Armor Wars since basically his whole existence is the premise of the show. Uh, basically, Tony's fears coming true that somebody gets a hold of his uh, technology and uses it for evil and no bueno kind of stuff. Um, right. At first, I thought they'd be a good pairing, and then Sam reminded me <laughs> Vision's the reason why Rhodey's crippled. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, so we will. Yeah. We will see oh. how that goes. Um, Never I don't think Rody. I don't think Rody holds a grudge, but we'll see. <laughs> um, also, Kevin Feige had a busy week because he also announced the full-on reboot of the X Men MCU under the working title and probably the movie title, The Mutants, um, which is a nod to what originally what Stan Lee wanted to call the X Men comic book series. So mm-hmm. cool little memorial. Also cool to finally get announced that they all just full on rebooting. Mm-hmm. Um, so fun times. Yeah. Um, oh, here's the news that I wanted to tell you that just yeah. I just got sent to me like ten minutes ago. This is a rumor. Marvel Studios is going to split the Spider-Man franchise into two. Oh. Say what? How? Well, I'm glad you're asked. Well, okay. It's Marvel Studios and Sony. I guess that's also important. Um, they're gonna continue to Tom Holland Spider-Man and follow him through college. Okay, pretty cool. Okay. Never seen Spider-Man college really. Right. However, Miles Morales is gonna get introduced in the MCU and he's gonna join the Young Avengers. Hype. Hype, big hype. That is big hype. I'm all for that. Yes. That's gonna be pretty cool. Um they're definitely already hinting towards the existence of Miles Morales. Yeah. And with uh, Childish Gambino. Um, so, yeah. that's I, I'm pretty excited for that. Me too, man. Oh, it feels so good to know. Right? I think I'll be pretty excited. Never do, but I'm glad it's happening. Yeah, me too. I think, it, I think the timing might be perfect right now. Best well, and it seems to be they are definitely uh, building up Young Avengers. Yeah, we said it with Billy and Tommy. Yeah. And then also, you got Kate Bishop. Uh, rumors of Hulk Wayne joining at some point. Um, vote, well, she's a little old. Yeah. Um, and then also, you have Stature, who is Scott's daughter, Cassie. Yep. And so they're they basically already have the four full roster. Pretty much. Plus um, Morgan. Pretty, yeah, plus Morgan. Uh we'll see Morgan what happens to her. Some people are thinking uh with Kang the Conquer introduction. Um I guess there's a whole storyline that Kang is a descendant of Stark and but like Tony had a secret brother that his parents were supposed to kill. But they didn't, and then I I saw a video, and it's absolutely crazy. Basically, Loki or not Loki, Kane goes back in time to try and kill Tony, and then he accidentally brings back another descendant, or he takes Tony back in time. I don't know. It's a long story. Moral of the story: Tony gets brought back as like a sixteen-year-old and becomes Iron Lad, and he's part of the Young Avengers. I don't like that. It's a crazy storyline. Oh no, I've seen, I've seen it, I've seen it. I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah. But, but also, I, think... I mean, you got the introduction of King, 
with Ant-Man in the Quantumverse, and he's also supposed to be the next big bad. So, I don't yeah. know. There's a possibility there. Yeah. Or to just bring back Tony, period. True. Yeah. But, you know, you never know. Um, you never know. But, talk about for Marvel. Okay. Um, one last thing I got, uh, the Snyder Cut. Um, Justice League uh, re-release is approaching this weekend. Um, I'm going to watch it. I don't think it's going to be very good at all. I think all of these scenes that they've um, kind of um, hyped up on social media are nightmare flashbacks and won't do much for the story, but maybe add 30 seconds of good visuals, and then that's it. So, Why don't, why don't you tell them what happened to the Snyder Cut yesterday? Oh, yeah, the Snyder Cut was leaked on HBO Max. Um, if you went to watch the Tom and Jerry movie... For about two hours, um, it would just play the Snyder Cut instead. Yeah. What a what a shock that was, I imagine, for some people. Let me put this show on for my kids. Oh my god. Someone's throw it through a wall. Um... <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, that's that's all I got on that. That's all I got, too, man. If you want to so go straight into TikTok. TikTok for Mean Mysteries, whichever one you want to do first. Like Gary, take away those TikToks. Okay, um, I'd be a fool if I didn't say this first. Um, Vishon TikTok, my guy. Oh yeah, hold on, I'm I'm just talking to Craig in the chat. Oh, did he send another thing too? No, I'm just wondering if the five minutes of silence is because we didn't type anything or not. So I don't I just... think so. I swear, dude. This is just this is for everyone listening to this too. If this if there's no audio after that second fail, I'm gonna cry. This this one's been a really good take too. It has been an amazing take. And if it fails, we're just gonna go to the booths and figure it out. Yeah. But I don't, know, I don't know what's going. On. I think it, I think we definitely have at least thirty minutes of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Also, I um, think I think he leaves, but he was still recording because I think that's happened before. No, because he left yesterday, and I checked the record there the audio, and well, there's only ten he minutes. Sent, of audio. He sent a completely well. He didn't just leave yesterday. He said he failed to join. Anyway, it's not important. Whatever. Discord, you're on our hot seat. Yeah. Um anyway, Vision TikTok. Um familiar with the Droop of Theseus vision? Nah, perspective. Um things like that. Really funny. The meme of vision in the turtleneck with a chain and a do-rag. Um it's just funny. It's so much good stuff. I'm also deep into vision TikTok. Um <laughs> there was uh what was it? Uh, what is drip but not swag? Persevering. Yeah. Um, uh, also, while people just make fun of the fight scene between Vision and Vision, uh, with like Vision singing to each other, that I'm just like you. You're just like me. Vision, <laughs> uh, no, on yeah. site. <laughs> on site. Um, you know, so, I'm part yeah. of Wakandan, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Um, lip biting TikTok is another one I'm in. Um, the classic bro lip bite. 
Um, I know Cal's in that one too. Oh, I am deep in it. Um, My- I'm also now in Dragula TikTok, thanks to Cal. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, I'm in Rob Dragula uh, Dig Through the Witches TikTok. Or, yeah, yeah, Rob Zombie Dig yep. Through the Ditches and Burn Through the Witches. Oh, anyway, he's turning into a. <laughs> Kathy, come get your son. He's turning into a Rob Zombie fan. Okay, I've <laughs> listened to them for a while. It's on my workout playlist. <laughs> Dude, Kino is low key trash. I'm trying to figure it out right now as I'm talking to you. Keynote. Keynote. As in, like, the Apple. As in the one that that one guy came and talked to us about and said, I use Keynote all the time. Rob. Evernote. Ever, Evernote. Yeah, whatever. Not Keynote. Keynote's Evernote. fine. Evernote. Rhett. You're thinking of Rhett. Yeah, Rhett. Yeah, he's not coming back this year, I don't think. Anyway. <laughs> um, That's all I have for TikTok. Oh, another person said to me on Snap. I'm getting suspicious. Oh, um. <laughs> What? You cut out. So that's all I got for TikTok. All right. Uh, I just got one more uh, since we're pretty much always on the same. I'm on that blackout text. So I <laughs> always a hidden message and then they turn the lights off yeah. and see it. Uh, yeah, my favorites are whenever they turn off the lights and it's nothing. <laughs> Where it's like, I don't, I don't need help. And then it's, I do need help. <laughs> well, okay. If you want to go on the sad ones, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, I need anyway. therapy. Anyway, <laughs> um, are you ready for me, mysteries, Cal? I am. Even though it was horrifying the first time I heard it. Oh, you're about to hear it a second time. Woo! Okay, Gary, my guy, my dude. Where's the gabagoo, Gary? <laughs> Gary, my guy. I'm also in that side of TikTok. The um. The Gabba guy's goo? like, I wake up in the morning and I get some gabagoo. It's like the Sopranos theme. I was on Italian Dad TikTok for a while. Then I go to lunch and I get some more gabagoo. Anyway, all right, Gary, roll that, roll that intro. Cal, I know the answer to this is yes because we played through this yesterday. Are you familiar with Povelia Island? No, I'm not, Sam. What is it about? (laughs) Gee, Cal, wouldn't you like to know? I'm going to pull it up for you, courtesy Wikipedia. I thought you were about to say, wouldn't you like to know whether boy and I was about to fight you? That's my phrase. Yeah, I already said it earlier. Anyway, Um, Povelia Island, according to Wikipedia... It's hey, a small Sam. island located between Venice. What's up? You are. I can hear you. Are you cutting yeah. out a little bit? I'm cutting out? A little. It sounds a little choppy. Still? No, you sound really good now. Okay. Um, Povelia Island is a. And please feel free to interrupt me if I'm cutting out again. Like, please do. Oh, I got you. Yeah. yeah I love interrupting you. No, no, I need you to. Like, I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic there. Like, I, I need you to. Oh, I wasn't either. I, I, I wasn't okay. interrupting. <laughs> okay, good. I got you. Good. 
Poveglia is a small island located between Venice and Lido in the Venetian Lagoon, northern Italy. And um, it was... Um, it first appears in historical record in 421 AD um, during the Roman Empire. Um, and population it wasn't populated until residents fled the main island um, in around 1379 due to warfare. Um, but that's not important. What is important is during the Black Plague, Obviously, Italy was hit the hardest because uh, on the way from the Silk Road, uh, it was one Europe. of the main stops. Yeah, yeah, Europe. I mean, but Italy was really hit hard. And you know, I just realized this. What? Italy got screwed in two plagues. Yeah. I, I no. completely forgot that they had it like the worst in Europe when it came to COVID. One of the worst. Yeah, I think they're fine now, though. Yeah, they were just bad for like two weeks, and then they were fine. But summer really hit them hard. Yeah, well, and then their tourism took like a big hit, so their economy crashed. Yeah. Um. But anyway, during the plague, this <laughs> island was a quarantine island, and um, basically that just this is a fancy word for. It, it really wasn't a quarantine island; it was a death island because if you got the black plague back then, it was pretty much a death sentence. And you yeah. were taken to this island basically to just rot out and die. And then when you died, you would either get buried if you were like one of the first people to get moved to that island, or you just get burned. I'm Massive. I made this go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Um I made this joke yesterday. I'm gonna make it again. If you think your state handled COVID bad, it could be worse. Yeah. I'm looking at anyway, you, Texas. Proceed. Anyway, um, known as uh, one of the more like New York. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, uh, dead bodies quickly began to overcrowd the island, and thousands were dumped into large common graves. So we did have mass burials. In many cases, the bodies were burned to um, kill any infection, because the virus would still live in the dead bodies and spread. You know. Um, some overly cautious Italian communities even got into the habit of shipping away anyone who showed the slightest sign of illness. So imagine this: you cough, and they're like, "Oh, you got the you got the bubonic plague," and they send you to this island when you're not even sick, right? And you get sick and die. Yeah, I mean that's you're pretty like if you didn't have it before, you're definitely gonna get it when you get there. Many of those people had not actually been infected with the plague at all and were literally dragged to Povelia and dumped atop piles of rotting corpses. This terrifying yeah. negative energy that has been left in the wake of these deaths remains even in the island's very soil. Cal, yes. you heard this yesterday. You cannot grow anything on that island. The soil is rotten. It's infertile. It's dry. It's dead dirt. But it's absolutely insane because most of the time that things help things grow you know what yeah. i mean yeah yeah so that's so, a little eerie yeah. that's good that's a lot but um Pavilion, it says pavilion island still happens to be home to thriving grape vineyards uh at, at, at some point at sometimes um nearly nearly the only people who dare to visit the island these days are those who go seasonally to harvest the fruit, but sometimes it's hit or miss. It's not always perfect. Um, grapevines must do very well in ashy soil because it is said that 50% of the 
of the composition, more than 50% of the composition of that island's soil is composed of human ash. Mm. Yes, you Love heard that, that right. You heard that right. Thousands of years later, that many people having been perished and rotted on that island are still in the ground. Thanks, Sam. Oh, it gets better. You didn't say that last time. (laughs) It gets better. A psych hospital was built on that island, resulting in even more tortured souls. Uh, They built a mental hospital on that island that opened in the 20s. Um, No one really was too shocked. It was a depressing island, and they're like, all right, let's just put a mental hospital there. Um, Obviously, the 20s and mental hospitals, um, a lot of abuse was... um, um, reported and and came to light, um, especially with lobotomies. Um, and we're going to talk about um, our 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 prized demented doctor that that um, that this island is is known for. Um, there is a legend of a particularly messed up doctor who worked on the island's mental hospital in the early twentieth century. Um, his um, his experiments include. Um, he thought that lobotomies were an amazing way to cure any mental illness, and he did them any chance he could, um, even against their will, most of the time against their will. Um, these procedures were horrible and painful. He used hammers, chisels, drills, no anesthesia, um, or concern for sanitation. So many people got infections. Many people just got absolutely wrecked and ruined uh, by these botched lobotomies. Um, he, he, um, he would take special victims to, um, the bell tower and torture them up there. Um, but, but as I said yesterday, Cal Karma did catch up with this man. Yes. Um, according to, to tale, um, he began to lose his own mind, started suffering his own mental illness, probably in the form of schizophrenia and, um, believed that he was being, pursued and followed and attacked by the island's multitude of ghosts uh, ranging from plague victims demons and um, his former victims he eventually completely lost it went to the top of the bell tower and jumped off to his death Um, people also think that he might have been pushed um, but could not cannot confirm that Um, supposedly a nurse witnessed this whole thing happened and claimed that when he hit the ground, he initially survived, but that a a ghost or a demon overcame his body and choked him out to death. Um, I am going to call BS on that one. I don't know about you, Cal. Um, I think that he may have choked on himself. Um, you know, when you when you hit the ground hard enough and you shatter every bone in your body... And you crush your organs, your lungs included, you're gonna choke. Whether it be on uh, your bone or on your own blood or you know? Yeah. Um sorry if I'm creeping you out at nine thirty at night, but Oh no, it's okay. I'm used to it. Um <laughs> I uh I I think uh I told you this yesterday, I think the nurse killed him. Yeah, me too. It's a little I sus. Think- I think she just blinded on a ghost. But I definitely think she walked up to him and just, like, choked him out. Yeah. And keep in mind, this is all in, like, the 20s and 30s. Um, you get away with anything. And the hospital stayed open until 1968. Um, why? 
Exactly. Um, people think people believe that you can still hear the screams of victims today. Um, the uh, they believe that this place is haunted by by victims of the hospital. Um, they have uh, it's illegal to visit the island, um, but people still manage to like hop a boat and get over there. Um, and when you break into the hospital, um, people are uh, people witness being um, scratched, pushed, being watched the whole time. Um, some people have even um, been known to report being f- like full on chased down hallways. Um, of course, naturally. Of course, that's it's terrifying. Um, the asylum is filled with ghosts of abused patients. Um, here's another good one um, that I told you about yesterday. Charred human bones still wash up on the shore from uh, hundreds of years ago, dude. Forgot about that. Now I wish um, I had it. Human bones, charred or not, still wash up on the on the um on the shore. Um, the fact alone is enough to creep out any potential visitors or buyers. Um, Povelia's shallows, um, people stay clear of those for fear of picking up human bones in their nets instead of crabs, you know? Uh, oh! You want to go, go crab fishing, but instead you get a femur. Oh my god. Yeah. It's, um... It's I'm texting my up. mom not to listen to this part of the show. And then people claim that, um... If you listen closely each night, you can hear the evil doctor that, you know, jumped off and apparently got, um, like, Secret Service choked out or, like, <laughs> WWE choked out by a ghost. Um, you can hear him ringing the, 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 the bell tower bell each night, which is creepy as hell. Um, and, and, um, one last final tip. Um, the island actually went for sale, and, um... A family bought the island, intending to just like turn it into a holiday home, you know, holiday home island. God, um, why? They got settled in there. They're ready to begin like tearing down the asylum and building a new on there. And then the first night was filled with such horrors that within hours they got back on their boats and never went back to the island. They reported that their daughter's face was nearly ripped off. By an angry demon. Naturally. Now that's messed up. So leads me to my next question, Cal. Um, let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this real quick. If you're about to um, ask me if I'll go on the island with you, it's absolutely not. Are you sure? I'm not even going to flights to Venice. Is flights to Venice yeah, no. are only they're only seventeen hundred dollars. No. First off, we're in the middle of a panoramic. Secondly, panoramic. <laughs> Did you really just say pan? You said that intentionally. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> no, a complete accident. No, no. Uh, secondly, absolutely not. You know what they need to do? They need yeah. to nuke that place with holy water. I didn't nuke would even it work. for real. <laughs> nuke it. The it's too close to Venice, bro. I don't care. <laughs> you think I asked? <laughs> <laughs> It'll even be doing us a favor if they blew that place up. Yeah, but then, like... Yeah, I guess. But I, th- I still think it's cool. Um, so that being said, if since no one wants to go to Italy with me, um, hit me up on um, Instagram at Two Pokes Podcast or on Twitter at Two Pokes and be like, yo, Sam, let's go to Italy and let's go explore some ghosts. Um, 
Preferably uh, a boy, for preferably a boys only trip. Um, especially if it falls on a Saturday, because Saturdays are in fact for the boys. And um, on the flip side of that, uh, whoever wants to be my next co-host after Sam goes on this trip, uh, go ahead and at me on Instagram. <laughs> I will do the podcast from the island. No, <laughs> you're gonna be able to do it for like a minute before you just get. Murdered, yanked by the the doctor. Oh, uh, anyway, it always on my no fly list now. Looks like I'm gonna see him in my nightmares now. Anyway, that concludes me mysteries. Um, we got a few little things for sports, right? Um, I had a lot added today because uh, sure. well, we'll talk about it after the intro. Right, Gary, the penalty box. Okay. Should um, we yeah, so uh, today in the NFL, a lot of teams used their franchise tag, and a lot of teams did not use their franchise tag. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let you take over this whole thing because I am not caught up on sports. All good. Um, Dallas, we saw we said this yesterday, uh, but it didn't matter. Uh, Dallas signed that Prescott to a long-term four-year $106 million deal. Um, no trade clause, or like a, if he doesn't want to get traded, he won't. And a no tag clause. Uh, I think like thirty-two million guaranteed first year or something like that. A uh, really big contract, really out of the blue. Uh, I thought Jerry Jones was going to tell Dak to take a hike, um, but he didn't. So it was a little shocking. Um, also, Dolphins have traded for Titans first-round offensive tackle Isaiah Wilson. Um, Sam, I seen the deal <laughs> earlier. Earlier, oh, that was yeah. like free my boy Isaiah. After nobody on the Titans wished this man a happy birthday. <laughs> um, so good for Isaiah for getting out of that toxic environment. Um, I think it was just like him for a few conditional picks or something like that. Uh, anyway, ready to get into the franchise tags that set the wide receiver market on fire? Let's do it. Uh, Chris Godwin, franchise tag by the Buccaneers. Uh, good move for the Buccaneers. Um, Chris Godwin hasn't really said anything. Um, he was supposed to be the number one target for a lot of people in free agency, um, but stays with the contenders. Now here's one that's going to turn into a garbage fire real fast. Allen Robinson got franchise tagged by the Bears. And really? if you have say what? Really? <laughs> yeah, and me and Sam have kind of been covering it. Uh, but if you don't know, Allen Robinson, the Bears have been trying to get a contract done for like the last year, and they have gone nowhere. Allen Robinson hates Chicago. and now he is extremely happy with the Bears franchise tagging him and said that he might go the Watson, uh, Deshaun Watson route and demand a trade. Um, so, but also here's the thing though. Um, these two wide receivers are definitely at the top. And so now you got these two gone. Um, however, Kenny Galladay with the Lions is said to be free agent. The Lions are not going to franchise tag him. Um, but cool. now, yeah, that was a big one. But now the market has become, with guys like Juju, Kenny Galladay, and even T.Y. Hillen are now at the top. So the market just got tighter. And yeah. so we'll definitely see how that goes now. Um, Hunter Henry, the tight end for the Chargers, said to be a free agent. Um, still got a lot of years left. I think that's a good pick for a lot of teams. Oh, yeah. um, I, think, I think the Chargers are trying to build an offense just around Herbert now. 
that they're definitely going to get guys all drafted at the same time together. Um, so, I mean, good move for Chargers. Here's a shocker. Not really a shocker, but we'll see how this goes. Chris Carson, the Oklahoma State alumni, uh, running back, said to be a free agent. Seahawks did not franchise tag him. So they are missing out. Um, we'll see if he re-signs the Seahawks or not. Um, I know Pete Carroll really liked him. Uh, Chris Carson was their first 1,000-yard rusher since Marshawn Lynch, and they have nobody behind him. So right. they – I don't know why they'd let him walk, but Chris Carson is probably going to get himself a good market. Uh, a lot of teams are probably going to look after him. That's all I got for NFL. Um, let's go a bit local for now. Uh, softball and baseball. Cowgirls, as of today, they went up two spots, are ranked number seven in the nation. They continued their dominance this weekend as they move on to 13-1, and one, headed quickly to conference play. Let's go, Cowgirls. Yes, sir. They are killing it, I believe. There's already been two or three pitchers throw no-no or one pitcher throw a few no-nos. <laughs> Um, they're absolutely killing it. Uh, OU is ranked number one, so Bedlam this year is going to be a fire show. Um, mm-hmm. Really excited. Uh, head coach up here has done an amazing job of turning this program around and just elevate this program to new heights. So kudos to Cowgirl softball. Absolutely killing it. And not far behind them is Cowboys baseball. Uh, the Cowboys are ranked number 13 as they remain undefeated at 9-0. and but they face an extremely difficult matchup this weekend against number two Vanderbilt over here at Obrate. So if you haven't gone to Obrate, you should try and get tickets. Uh, I think they're all sold out, but good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely going to be a good matchup. I'm pretty sure every week the Cowboys have gotten uh, like Bay 12 newcomer of the week, um, multiple different guys and stuff. Um, <laughs> also, Cowgirl Soccer came out with a clean sweep this week of the Bay 12 Weekly Awards. Uh, they are also killing it out here. Uh, OSHI programs are doing really good this year. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Brings us to our next point, Cowboy basketball. Uh, the number 17 Cowboys come up with a huge upset win over number six, West Virginia, even without Kate Cunningham and Ice Likely. Uh, 85 to 80 was the final score. However, rematch of this matchup is about to happen this Thursday with the first round of the Big 12 tournament. However, Cunningham and Wykley both set to make a return. I'm not expecting another close game like this. Um, Avery Anderson, though, exploded with, with like, I think, 26 points or something like that. Um, so it's going to be absolute offensive explosion. Not to mention our defense is pretty freaking solid. So pretty, pretty stoked for that. I'm thinking the Cowboys are going to make it kind of deep in this Big 12 tournament. Um, OSU. Number 12 in the new AP polls going into March Madness. Uh, speaking of AP polls and March Madness, seven Big 12 teams in the top 25. Hands down the best b- basketball conference in the nation right now. Um, I think next closest was the Big 10 with five. Um, but here's the thing about the Big 12. We really only have 10 teams, and so we have 70% of our conference in the top 25. Um, I think we got Baylor at two. Uh, 10 through 12, 10 through 13, I believe, is all Bay 12. If I will pull that up real stinking fast, I believe Kansas is 10. Uh, hold on, I should have wrote this down, so I'm just put in my text. Uh, yeah, 10 through 13 is all Bay 12. 
Uh, West Virginia at 10, Kansas 11, OSU 12, Texas 13. Uh, like I said, Baylor is number two, uh, and OU is 25. I think I'm forgetting one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, yeah, I'm forgetting Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech is somewhere, I believe, in the top 10. I'm sorry, Texas Wait. Tech fans. Say what? No, I said sweet. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, Texas Tech friends. I would have mentioned you, but you steal all of our traditions and everything, so that's what you get. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Cade Cunningham has also been awarded the Big 12 Player of the Year. Uh, he's the fourth freshman to do so. Has joined some very elite company in that award. Uh, Marcus Smart, another OSU alumni, won it as a freshman, and also Kevin Durant won it as a freshman. And... Uh, me, I don't Michael know Jordan, right? Well, I, I was saying uh, this is Big Twelve Player of the Year. Player of the Year, right? My bad. Yeah. Um. Jordan, yeah. Jordan was UNC, right? Correct. Um. I don't know who the other guy was. I feel like it's real. Uh, it might be Blake Griffin or Trey Young. I don't I think it's Trey Young. Yeah, Mike Gundy won Basketball Player of the Year. Um, <laughs> he was a hooper in college. If you didn't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but then, obviously, Kate Cunningham won Big 12 Freshman of the Year as well and Big 12 First Team. Then also, I'm going to add living here, but our wrestling team got co-Big 12 champions with OU. Um, you know, we're always just a better team anyway, so glad to see OU get a get a break, I guess. Um, <laughs> but then also, A.J. Ferrari got best, uh, I believe, his best wrestler in the conference, which was very deserving of, I believe, the freshman uh, number one recruit in the nation coming to OSU, right choice. Um, and then also, Sam, you know what month it is? It's March. It's March, which means March Madness is coming around the corner. So oh, yes, Sunday, we have a special. special oh, we have. A, oh yeah, yes sir. We have a special announcement. Um, selection Sunday is this upcoming Sunday the fourteenth. So be sure to fill out those brackets. And that's exactly what me and Sam and our special guest Levi are going to do next week. So join us next week on the penalty box as we are all going to fill out those brackets together, um, kind of do it quote-unquote live, which it's not because we're recorded, but uh, we're going to fill out those brackets together and talk about our matchups. So us our Cinderella teams and then also so us those 5, 12, 6, 13 upsets. Um, but yeah, honestly, I'm kind of thinking this is going to be one of the craziest March Madnesses we've ever had. Absolutely, I think that the the bar is the bar isn't even really set. Well, I mean, there's just so much parallel this year. Everything is just so different. Yeah, I'm excited. Me too. I'm definitely not going to get a perfect bracket, but you know what? I Whatever. never do. I never do. It's okay. Um, is that all we got? That's all I got. All hopefully, right. hopefully Craig recorded or. Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sue Discord if this doesn't work. I'll beat up a robot. I swear. I will. I will. You're probably gonna have right, multiple recordings. Uh, I'd have to merge. It looks like three links. So. Yeah, it's be better fun. than none. It is better than none. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning into this week's Two Pokes Podcast. Remember to give us a follow on Instagram at Two Pokes Podcast, on Twitter at Two Pokes. Um, and yeah, um, shout out to the OCast. Um, shout out to the fans. Shout out to our moms. 
Um, yeah, that's that's all I got. Um, Mom's, dad's, aunts, cousins, sisters, brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two. Those two. Grandparents. Um, everybody in that family group chat of mine. <laughs> see, I feel like I feel like your family's more supportive than mine on the podcast, well, at least. We started this group actually, chat as during quarantine, and it was a way to show everybody what we were having for dinner. Yeah. So, and now it's just talking about whatever. Like, if one of us has it, like uh, my cousin Kyle. Uh, he made the baseball team, and he is also playing Mr. Banks in the uh, Mary Poppins musical at his school. So we heard about that the other day. Oh, nice! Yeah, very nice. Um, um yeah. my parent, my family doesn't even listen to my podcast. So, well, you know what? We just talk bad about them, and they'll just never know. <laughs> yeah, you hear that, mom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm gonna text you tomorrow and be like, "Sorry, Sam's grounded. He doesn't have his phone right now." <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, I'm not gonna say anything mean because I still need to meet your parents, and your sister is kind of my boss right now. So. Oh yeah, I keep, forget- I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have to be careful. You kind of get a little bit more wean away. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um. Yeah. <laughs> That concludes this week's episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, tune in next week um, for that March Madness. Uh, it'll be probably, I venture the next week's episode will be closer to two hours because we're going to have me Mysteries again. Um, oh, shoot. A doubleheader, baby. Rip your schedule. Rip my schedule. But you know what? Full send, baby. I'll, I'll do a me Mysteries one these days. Okay. I'll do I'll do a Bigfoot one and then we can get Aubrey on because I think yeah get a, we'll get an ag student on here and we'll think they'll enjoy. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Okay, see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Stay frosty and have a hug your grandma.